Welcome back to Forward Pressing, episode 7. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. How's everybody doing? Merry Christmas, indeed. Uh, pretty chill, chilling, you know. Holiday. Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, but I feel lazier on the holidays, bro. It's like tough to do things around. Oh, same. I've been on the, like, the workout grind and stuff, and after the holidays, I feel like I've gained five pounds. But it is what it is. We're going to get back at it tomorrow. That's how it would be. But uh, we got some crazy news. Uh, surprising news, actually. This is not a good Christmas present. But uh, PSG, what are they doing, man? Oh, I don't know, bro. I- I'm surprised that they went and sacked Tuchel on Christmas Eve. I think it was Christmas Eve when they sacked him. You're going to sack a man on Christmas Eve, bro. Yeah. He's gonna go to his family, tell them he's lost, tell them he's lost the job. Yeah, I mean, it makes millions, so I'm not, I'm not that worried about him, and I'm sure he'll find another job. But I am surprised that they went around and did that in the middle of the season when, sure, it wasn't the, they weren't doing great in the league, but they managed to finish first in the group in the Champions League, which is their objective. So, it is sort of surprising. I've and it's, uh, it seems like the players weren't really. And they're like, gonna win the league either way. Not necessarily. Lyon might make it this year. Lyon might win it. I don't know about that. Because Lyon has less of a less pressure since they don't have any like European competitions. They, they focus mostly on the league. They only have to focus on the league. That's true. But like, P- I mean, PSG, I mean, the players were like, they like Tuchel from what I know. I don't know why they went around ahead a second without like even discussing it with them. Because it feels like it was just a sudden decision that was made like that out of the blue. Because they want Pochettino. Yeah, I mean, they should. I mean, yeah, sure, but at least you could give Teltuko another season. He brought you to the Champions League final. Yeah, I know. That's, it's very surprising, honestly. Like, like you don't know if Pochettino can, like, bring a system this early, late in the season. I mean, he, he brought Spurs to the final. Yeah, but he, it was the Spurs team that he knew. Like, he doesn't know PSG. Oh, yeah, if you're talking about this season. Yeah, 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 of course. Um, I guess we'll see what, what happens there, Especially when you have like the most important game on your season like coming soon, you're gonna bring a new coach like a month in, so and you ex- you expect your players to adapt a new system that early, like I don't know. Is it even confirmed that they're getting Pochettino for sure? It's not confirmed, but like most people are saying that it should be happening in the next few days. So it's like ninety percent done. Do you think you think Pochettino wouldn't rather wait for a bit, a better job like a Barca or like a United maybe? Barca is, doesn't look great right now. And then United will never get rid of Ole, so. We'll get rid of him only if we start losing. But, like, we're challenging for the title right now, even though we just got bumped out of the Champions League, which was terrible. But um, Maybe he uh, saw the opportunity with PSG. Like, even if it doesn't go well, like, he still has a good, he still has a good reputation around Europe. So even if it doesn't get PSG, he'll pretty much find another home for sure. I mean, it's a good job. Do you think uh, Tuchel maybe Arsenal? Um, I thought about it, and honestly, like it would be a great move from an Arsenal perspective. But knowing the, the just, just judging by what we do, how we do things, it's probably not gonna happen. I think we're giving Arteta some time. It's probably. I also thought about Shaka for a second as well. Maybe they, he can save their season. Oh no! Go back to Germany, save Shaka from relegation. I don't think he would want to go there. I don't think he would go there too, but like... And what if he doesn't save them? 
No, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. What if it, he doesn't save them? I feel like he probably will. I don't see like any because he's he's pretty popular as a coach now. Like he's he's always he has a good reputation as well. And I feel like his his playing style is pretty attractive for other teams to uh, to be like interested in. So maybe maybe Juve if Allegri, if, if uh, Pilo doesn't work, but I feel like that probably that probably is unrealistic. Maybe Inter because Conte might be on the hot seat. That's true. That's true. Do you think a Premier League club would go for him or no? Yeah, I could see a Premier League club go for him. Like Lampard is also in the hot seat, to be honest. I don't know how people haven't been talking about Lampard in the hot seat because Chelsea have been like really out of form right now. It's only been two like two L's in the last two games, but I know, but they haven't looked good. That's the thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's pretty. Uh, especially to Arsenal, like you guys had not won a game in like since November. It had been like ten games. Oh yeah. Until Christmas, until what? Until last, the last game. That's insane. Um. Yeah. Do you think Arteta lasts the season if you guys like stay in the form like that, where you're like not winning many games? Uh, I think so. Uh, because I feel like any other manager would would. Like, do you think there's something that could happen that Arteta doesn't last the season? Uh, us being like, if we're still like fifth, well. We're still 15 right now, even though we had even though we had a good win yes last time. So maybe if we're still 15 by like a month or two before the end of the season, then he'll probably get sacked. If you guys don't crack like the top 10, I if we don't yeah like if we don't come close to the top 10 if by you're like not in the two, first ta- ta- like half of the table, like that's very embarrassing. At this point of the season. Yeah, but at this point, I'm just about to, at this point, I'm just trying to survive. I know, but that's that's not the mentality you want to have at a club like that. Yeah, well, this is the mentality we're gonna get for right now because we're not. This is not a normal season. I know, but that's what I'm saying. If that's the mentality, then you should probably sack the manager. If those are the, if the expectations for the club have stooped that low, I I think we've all, we all know like the season's been it's a it's been a, we it's a miss we've missed this season like we it, it didn't work out we know that. And I feel like right now it's just a question of like getting the points you need to make sure you're in the you're in the prem, maintain that, folk try to compete in the other in the under competitions as you as you can, but the, your main priority should be prior, uh, focus on like getting through this season and then find a try a way to work this out for next season, like see what went wrong and then um, try to plan for next season or like try to figure out for, try to figure it out for next season. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you guys have talented players. It's just, I don't know, something's not working out. But uh, let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about the Arsenal-Chelsea game. Since we're going on about it. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, I mean, just based on yesterday, last game, like, we saw a different sort of lineup. We, got, we saw a lot of youth, which was interesting. Um, I did like to see... I, I like Smith-Rowe. I like Smith-Rowe a lot. I really like his game. And he he looked really good in that in the, against Chelsea, but uh, Saka Saka looked great as well. I think the gold the gold though was sort of lucky. I don't think he meant it. Oh no, it was not not on purpose at all. Yeah, I don't think he meant it. But I mean, he's gonna claim it for sure. And by all means, like more power to you. But it didn't feel, it didn't look like he meant it, especially on his right foot. Like he doesn't usually do that. I mean, I was watching the game and it seemed like Chelsea had like the were dominating the whole time, like putting the pressure. Arsenal didn't really have many chances. And then, you know, you get a penalty, 1-0, and then the free kick right after, like, 2-0. And that's just, like, two set pieces that are, like, 
putting you on top when you haven't really like been dangerous from open play. Um, I felt well regarding that PK. I felt like it was a little soft, to be honest. It was a little soft. It was very soft. It was a little soft, but I mean, I'll take it. I feel like I feel like we will take any luck that we can, and at the same time, like we took our opportunities when we were when they were given to us. Like the PK, obviously a bit soft, but like I said, a bit soft. But I mean, we'll take it. And then the free kick, just it's a great free kick for by Jaka, probably his best free, well, probably his best woman in an Arsenal shirt, to be honest with you. But um, yeah, we didn't. It wasn't our best game, but it felt a bit different in terms of like the desire and like the 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 grit the greatness of the team like you, you felt like the players they were trying to they were trying to go for it even though even at even at two nil two three nil you could tell they were trying to get another a fourth one and then Chelsea yeah, I mean they had the PK as well they missed it so you can't I mean shout out great save on Leno's part but Chelsea had their chances I think Pulisic was probably their best player uh that game yeah they're both dangerous threat and um are we going to talk about Havertz again? I don't know if we can because, I mean, I I can't remember him seeing like, – I can't remember his name being mentioned. I don't even think he played. Yeah. if I mean, if you want to talk about Werner – That too. Same thing. Like, I just know because Chelsea fans were fucking – I've seen a bunch of Chelsea fans try to talk about, like, other team signings and stuff when they, they, they signed Werner and – uh, Havertz and they've been trash. Havertz didn't even play. Um, I mean, he came on. He came on late, and then you have Werner who's getting subbed off at halftime. So like, I feel like the Werner experiment on the wing doesn't work. I feel like we know that by now. Like he has to be on top. Abraham is scoring too. <laughs> it, that's that's the problem, really. The fact that Abraham is scoring, you can't really take him out the lineup. So you have you're, you're forced to play Werner wide. But Warren is such a much better player, he's just but not scoring. So then, what do you do? So then, yeah, well, then you switch your lineup. You have to figure. I think I honestly feel like Werner up top and Pulisic and maybe Austin Adore on the side. It's probably your best lineup with Ziyech in behind. Now Ziyech is a bit injured, so obviously that that kind of plays a part into it. Into it, Havertz. Havertz needs time, bro. Like Havertz needs time. I also feel like playing Havertz wide isn't the, the right idea, especially in the Prem. You can you could do that in the in the Bundesliga, but not in the Prem. He has to play central. Yep, I agree. Um, but yeah, I don't know what the. I think Lampard is starting to get the heat. He he kind of threw his players under the bus a little bit. He said, uh, "I need more from my the players and everything like that," um, which you don't see a lot of managers do usually. I feel like one of the strengths of a, a good coach is being able to put your best players, the best players, the players in the best positions for them to like perform well. And I don't think he's been doing that so far. So I can kind of see why he get the criticism that he gets. I also feel like it is it's it it is a project. Like people, I don't think people should expect this early like uh, success with this team. Like Phil, because it may have projects to like to to build on. So I don't see how. This season, this season, I feel like this season is mostly like to build on next season and see what worked and what didn't. I know, but as a Chelsea fan, you want success now, right? Like, but that's the thing, yeah. You know, Chelsea has a reputation as a reputation of like, of like, yeah, they'll, they'll develop, but they'll also like win now. Yeah, you have to be able to do both. 
at a club like that. I mean, yeah, and they're they've been, yeah they've been able to do both so far. This year might not be the might might not be it though, but I mean they'll live. They, you rarely see a season with with no trophy for Chelsea, but I think it might happen. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Man United Everton the semifinal for uh quarterfinal for the League Cup. The cup, yeah. Um, that was pretty straightforward to be honest. I was expecting a harder matchup because Everton have been Everton's second in the league right now. Um, they're a good squad, but we like dominated them the whole time. Was the best team playing though? Yeah, most of the players. I mean, we didn't even start our but like Martial didn't start, Rashford didn't start. Um, so we weren't uh, but Bruno, but Bruno did. I mean, yeah, but you want to why do we have to bench all our best players? Uh, do you think what do you think about Van der Beek at this point? At this point, I think when Pogba leaves, he's going to become a starter. You think it's just a question of time? I think it's a question of time, and like we've been very, I think he's ready. Like when he comes on, he's always like a very creative, very very creative, and like he I feel like he's like the best support player for everybody around him. Like he just does what everybody needs him to do. Um, so I really love him every time he comes on. But he hasn't been getting a lot of play time, right? Because you're playing, he's, he plays in the midfield, right? Then we have Fred, we have Matic, we have Pogba, we have McTominay. Like, it's a lot of players to, for two positions, right? And it seems like uh, Fred and McTominay are the duo, and Pogba and Matic are a duo. And then he gets kind of left out. But Matic is nearing the end of his career. Pogba's leaving in the summer. Allegedly. I mean, all but confirmed. I think uh, that's when he's going to get his playing time. But he's been, like, a really good teammate, though. He's saying, like, I'm I'm doing whatever the coach needs me to do, and I'm just happy to be here and, like, play football and whatever. And he's growing and learning. I mean, he's still young, too, and I guess it's going to be easier for him to adapt to the league. But um, I think it's just a matter of time until he gets his uh, his start. Yeah. Um, but all in all, Cavani Cavani's insane. He's been, like, in form. Man's just, like, perfect striker, man. He does what you need, to, he need, he does what you need him to do. Which was always great to see because I was worried. I thought we were gonna get like another like Falcao situation, you know? Yeah, I was about to say like that's that's what you mentioned earlier when you heard Cavani. Like you weren't happy about it. But he's been coming out really well. He's he's more of a Zlatan than a Falcao anyway. Uh, with how it's looking like. I wouldn't say that. Also, I feel like he still has the this thing, the the one thing about Cavani that I've noticed throughout his whole career is that it takes a lot of chances for him to score. Not always though. Like he was very clinical in that. Um, when you got the brace uh, for our like a uh, late late game winner, yeah, but that yeah, it seems like he hasn't doesn't have that issue anymore. Like when you guys, with you guys, doesn't seem to like take he takes. I mean, listen, when we played uh, when we played Everton and when we played, um, he we should have scored so many more goals. Like we were, we had extreme like domination of the game for the first like twenty five minutes, and we didn't manage to uh, take advantage of that. Um, but. Uh, I think he's getting more clinical with his chances. Um, and that's something like we were missing, to be honest. Like we miss a lot of chances um, lately. Rashford misses a lot. Martial misses a lot. Green was the only one that kind of like doesn't miss. Um, Bruno too doesn't really miss. But when he gets a chance. I mean, he takes PKs. Yeah. I'm, dude, he's so much more than just a penalty kick taker. <laughs> but. I know, I know, I know. I'm just trolling. I'm just trolling. But yeah, so Cavani's doing well. Um, Pogba played well too, though. Yeah, Pogba played well too. 
Pogba's just like under the radar right now. Like people just like love criticizing him. I compare him to like the old Dell Beckham of the NFL. Like men's just like has all the talent, but people just love to hate for some reason. I mean, his agent doesn't help, but and he's gone out of form sometimes, um, which is unfortunate. But everybody does, but nobody gets the amount of pressure and sl- and like criticism that Pogba does, and that's why he wants to get out of England most of the time. But um, other than that, like pretty solid. We're playing Man City in the semifinal now, which is going to be a good game. We've had Man City's numbers this last like year and a half, so I mean, we just drew them. We just drew them, and last year we we did a double, so like. And they haven't been in great form either. So I don't know who. I don't think you guys are winning it, but it's fine. I mean, it's definitely not a full uh, Man City win, if that's what you're thinking. Um, I think we're going to win. I think it's going to be a 2-1 Man United victory. I am. I think, it's a, I think it's a win. For United or City? For City, of course. I think it's a City win. Easy. Not easy. Not easy. But it'll be a win. Okay. I think it's a 2-1 United win. But I'm very optimistic and biased. But yeah, so the that's that. We have uh, Liverpool West Brom just happened, and the Liverpool drop points one one. I was like low key expecting just like a Salah last minute winner to be honest, just such a Liverpool thing. But it does happen sometimes. Most of the time. But did you want to make any comments on that? Yeah, uh, I mean, from the I don't know if I've mentioned this way before, but from a West Brom perspective, like I like Conor Gallagher in the midfield. I saw him a bit at Swansea last season when he was on loan and he was he stood out to me. And even this year, again, I was from another Chelsea Academy guy. So he's on loan from uh, from the Blues. But yeah, I think he's a watch out for him in the future. And for from a Liverpool perspective, like dropping points, it might cost them. Will it cost them? I don't know. But um, it's not uh, it wasn't their best performance as a team overall. There's only three points between them and Everton right now. So, we'll see. Yeah. Everything's in the race, man. It's a close race. It's not as, it's not as, uh, like, it's, it's a close, it's, it's still a close race. Like, Liverpool seems to be, like, taking the adv- advantage, but it's still pretty close. Um. Yeah, I agree. But we have a title race this year. Like, nobody's a clear-cut, uh, anything can happen. Yeah, it's definitely, we definitely have a title race this year. But we got a couple of good games coming on. We have a Spurs Wolves that's happening like right now. Um, Spurs with the early lead. Um, I think they'll win it. I think they'll win it too. Um, but then we have Chelsea Villa, which is an interesting one. What do you think is going to happen there? Because I think Chelsea hasn't been informed. Like Villa are a team that comes surprised. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention, Kev. Uh, we didn't talk about you guys playing Leicester. Oh, yeah. 2 2. That was a pretty, like, even back and forth game. It always felt like United was on the front um, for the win. Uh, but Leicester just, like, resilient. Vardy's, Vardy's just, he's a finisher. He's a striker. Bless me. You also, uh, bless you, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and Vardy is a big game player, man. Every, every big game he's there. But that was a hard-fought battle. Like, that was a good football game to watch. Twan Zibi, on goal. I mean, that would not much you can do there. <laughs> it's literally just a deflection. It's unfortunate. Like you can't move out of the way at that point. But I, I Twan is my man. I I love Twan Zibi. I hate our defense, man. Like I wish Eric Bailly could stay healthy and like could get game time because I think he's our best defender. 
I do not like Maguire and Lindelof, man. I keep saying it. I keep saying it. They are just, I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't think they're good. Um, and our defense is by far like our weakest link. Like, Telus is great. Um, I think he was like a quality signing. And Aaron Wambasaka is also like extreme high quality, in my opinion. So our fullbacks, I think, are taken care of. With like Telus and uh, Telus and Sean, like you have uh, uh, Aaron Wambasaka and you can have Twanzi be playing right back too. But our center backs, man, I just don't know what to do. Because you're going to play Maguire and Lindelof because we paid money for them. Um, but I don't think they're league-winning quality, in my opinion. Um, but that's that. Um, not much else to say. Did you want to make any uh, comments? No, I only had Vardy, but I'm good on that. Good game overall, though. That was a, that was, that was a fight for second place, too, because if we won, we were taking second. Yeah. So Chelsea uh, Villa, what are your thoughts? I think just the way that the 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 form they're in right now, I think Villa could take it. I think it'll be like a low, like a one-zero type of thing. Like whoever gets the early goal, if Chelsea get the early goal, I can see them scoring more. But if Villa get the early goal, I can I can see a a one-zero with like a wall for the whole game kind of thing, you know. Um. Then we have uh, City Everton, which is. Like, you wouldn't think it would be a big game, but it is a big game. It is a critical game, actually. Very. I'm going to lean towards City, just because I feel like they, they, they can edge out Everton in terms of quality a little bit. Even though Everton has a great season, I feel like City is still the better team. I mean, City just has quality. You, you can't, it's hard. You can never predict a City loss until it happens. You know, like, it's just, it's one of those things. Yeah, that's true. It's like Liverpool too. Like you can't you can't go into a game being like I think Liverpool's gonna lose this game. Like when they're playing like Crystal Palace or something like that, you know. But when it happens, everybody's shocked because it happens. Team be these big, you can't just rank them on on paper. You don't know how the game's gonna come out. What the the what the the manager's gonna do? What tactics he's gonna implement? But yeah. But I think it's gonna be close. I think it's gonna be uh, like a two-one type of thing. Either way, I don't even know which way I would go. No, it'll definitely be a close game. It'll definitely be a close game. 100%, definitely. Um, and then we've got Man United Wolves. Give me your thoughts, because I just talked a lot about Man United. Uh, well, judging by... I mean, depending on how this game goes for Wolves, I feel like they'll they'll show up against Man United, obviously. I'm going to lean towards a draw, just more so because I, I I like Wolves and obviously I'm not a, I'm not a big United fan, but I feel like you guys are pretty much in form right now, so it's hard to predict a loss for you guys. But I do feel like uh, Wolves can come and surprise. I really like Pedro Neto as well. I'd say he's probably my favorite uh, Wolves player, as well as Podence, Daniel Podence. He's like a little hazard. So watch out for those two. And uh, yeah, I I feel like it could be it could be a draw. I'm gonna go for a draw for you that one. Yeah, even though they're not doing so well right now. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. A draw. I think. Um, I think we're gonna take it. I kind of feel like we're coming up on our good form, and I'm excited to see what we can do. Well, we will. We shall see. It's 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 funny how the games are happening so suddenly too. Like they're playing like tomorrow. City played yesterday, and they're playing tomorrow, which is pretty crazy. Um, and all Premier League games too. It's not like it was a cup game and you have to like get a quick turnaround, you know? Yeah, crazy. 
that schedule, bro. They got to fix that eventually. They do. Um, yeah, okay. So, random topic of the week. Tell me about it. You see that uh, that messy Budweiser link up? I didn't see it, but I know you pulled that up. So, tell me. So, I don't know if they're like, I don't know if Messi's like sponsored by Budweiser or whatever, but for some reason. I think he's done some commercials for them. So, I don't know. Yeah, he's done. He's he's done a few, but for some, well, they so Messi scored recently scored like six hundred and forty his six hundred and forty four goal for like a single club, which I think is the most by any like any player. So that's history, obviously. So another record for him to add to his uh to his uh, statistics. So to this go yeah, so to celebrate that, uh, Budweiser basically uh listed every single keeper that got scored on by Messi. Which is, I think it was like 162 keepers, and for every goal that they conceded, they sent them like a bottle or something. So they, so like, if I look, I pulled out the list on Reddit here. I think uh, the biggest one is Diego Alves. He took 20. He has 21 bottles. Casillas has like 17. Uh, Claudio Bravo has like 11. Man's been through the pain. Yeah, uh, Peter, uh, but then Neuer has two. Catch has two. Like, uh, even Kepa only has two. Buffon has two as well. But, yeah, it's, I mean, De Gea has uh, six. Uh, Kappa, uh, Berlino has seven. So, you know, I mean, yeah. Oh, Courtois, Courtois has nine and uh, Oblak has ten. Kameni has nine as well, which is actually not that much, not that surprising. I mean, Courtois, I'm not surprised because I guess, like, the people that are the number of megs that he gave Courtois every shot is <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. But also like the team that are, the, the goals that are playing in La Liga are probably gonna be much higher in the list, you know. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But like I don't know how I feel about it. Like if I'm a keeper, like am I honored? I would be. It's like slightly embarrassing, but like I mean, what are you gonna do? The keeper is there to get scored on, so and Messi scores a lot of goals. So. Yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's a, it's not embarrassing because it's Messi, so it's like you can't really do much about it. I mean, probably. Yeah, but like from, but from a, it's, it's still a savage move. Like, I don't know if Messi like did this on his own. Like, did he approve of this, or did, was it just a Budweiser like idea? I wonder about that. I, I'm sure he did, did, but like, still, it's still, it feels like a savage move for him to do. Like, it doesn't... Like, if I was Ronaldo, like, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But, like, Messi? Because Messi's just, like, quiet, you know? He doesn't, like, really talk. He doesn't really do much. He's, like, this... He just does his own thing and scores goals. Ronaldo, like, Ronaldo will be out there calling himself, like, the best and stuff. I think they should... Yeah, I think they should do the same thing for Ronaldo, though. You think? Like, a rival beer? Yeah, just out of... Out of, like, just for the rivalry, like, just make it, yeah. Just a rival... Like, Heineken. Like, get Heineken to do it. No, Heineken's already sponsoring the Champions League. They can't. Conflict of interest. Like a Corona or something. Yeah, maybe. Or like Bud Light or something. I don't know. Yeah, Bud Light. Like, nobody drinks Bud Light. You drink Bud Light? Yeah, I don't drink Bud Light. I don't. I don't. I do not. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting uh, link up there. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty cool. But like, if I'm a keeper, like, I'd be like questioning it. 
Um, let's check on this Spurs game. It's still 1-0, almost at halftime. But other than that, I think uh, that's it for this, this week's episode. Any last words? Happy, uh, early Happy New Year. Early Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hope everybody had some good time. Enjoy the food, but we get back on the grind soon. But in words of Kevin, you know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.